So I have a big passion. So, you know, I, I just, I'm just weeping all morning. And I've got more tears these days than I do language. So, um, and so I, I'm just honored to be here. I feel like that room, you want to steward that room. That's a holy gift. It's a holy gift. It's a holy calling to stand before the Lord. It's your primary calling. Just to be before him and be with him. And so uh, my desire for us is that we would live out of that place. And that you would break through your boredom. And you would break through the boredom in the pages. And you would stay there long enough till the fog lifts. Stay there long enough until the distractions cease. Stay there long enough until you've written all your emails, texted all your texts, and finally it's you and God 45 minutes later. <laughs> and so we all got AD something. <laughs> There's no superhumans out there. There's none of that. I am just super in touch with my weakness, and I'm super in touch that Corey gets in trouble if, if, I'm, if I'm away from him too much. And that there comes a leanness in the soul that you can't tell initially. But what happens over days and weeks and months and years is there's a slow trajectory to where you begin to live off the embers of your gifting, your personality, your charisma, your grace, and your favor. And the, and the drunkenness and the deception <laughs> is you can equate that for spiritual reality. Wow. And I have a great fear in and of myself, is that I would trade gifting, yeah. connections, favor, da, 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 for spiritual reality with God. Yeah. Intimacy, oil on my heart. Yeah. <sighs> and that's the ultimate thing that burns me. So I'm, I'm, I'm afraid. I'm not afraid. It's a good fear of the Lord. I want to live so close to Him. I want friendship prophetic. Uh, you know, I want the leaning my head on the back of his chest, getting secrets that nobody else is getting. I believe there's prophetic giftings, but I believe there's prophetic out of friendship. John got the secret of who would betray him because of his proximity. You want to steward that holy room. It, it, this won't, because this is the great word of the Lord to the earth right now. This is the change of the understanding and expression of Christianity. God, there's nothing greater that you're going to say to the earth that at the end of the day, when the smoke clears, the crowds leave, and everything else, there's God. <laughs> and we want to bleed to the ends of the earth, the audience of one. We want to bleed it to the ends of the earth is that I'm grateful and we're going to serve the hundreds of thousands. We want to serve, bring them all, God. But, oh, I want you to know that you're not my reward. Yes. <laughs> you're not my reward. I don't care how many stadiums we fill or what have you. My reward is if there's five people in a room, I've got audience with the king of the earth. And I get to talk to him. And I get to encounter him, fellowship with him, and feel his heart and have phrases hit my spirit. 
And I never want to graduate from that. Because I feel like when you graduate from that, your slow deterioration begins. You get lean in your soul. You get mean in your soul. You don't have room. You don't have God's perspective about each other. The stuff that... The relational dynamics break because you're not having God's perspective. You're constantly getting into a fault finding. Anyway. So I'm just... If I come for anything, it's you built a room... I've not changed my assignment. I've just changed my location. Nothing I'm changing. I'm driving down from Frisco at 5.30. And I'm going to be in this room just to sit in here and cry, find a chair, and be with you guys. Anyway, Luke 10, we know it well. All right, yeah. I love it. So if you've got to leave for your set, that's, that's good. And I know I won't keep you much longer. Just a couple more minutes. I can use my glasses. We know this, but oh, I feel like, I mean, we've heard this a billion times, and yet, well, I'm in Matthew 10. (laughs) Jesus. What do you guys think? Good. It happened, verse 38, as they went, that he entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And boy, if you're going to have a verse over your life, verse 39 is a good one. And she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving. This is what Kevin confessed earlier. She was, con- he was distracted with much serving and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care? That my sister has left me to serve alone. Tell her to help me. Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. But one thing is needed. And Mary has chosen that good part which will not be taken away from her. And here is because the stock of upper room is going through the roof. Everybody's. The demands are only going to increase. And if you can't handle it in the days of walking with the footman, and meaning that these are the chill years. If you do not cultivate being able to swim against the God of the, of the urgent and the tyranny of the urgent and the tyranny of bus- busyness and serving, if you cannot swim against that current while it's a light flow, you're not going to be able to handle it as things only increase. So the thing is, is are we going to prioritize that in the business of Jesus and all the stuff surrounding Jesus, can we begin to find ourselves like Mary? See that the thing, yeah, and, and that's what happens too with when you when you we need both. We need Martha's and Mary's. But the point was when you lose the Mary spirit, the Martha spirit begins to see what other people aren't doing. Wow. Can you say that again? I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just on this thought. Why would Martha, Lord, tell her to get off her lazy behind and help me? I'm doing more than she is. It's because her reward was what people could see and give her and comparing herself with what she was doing. Mary, you know. My main point is this. She sat at his feet and she heard his word. And then she let Jesus defend her. 
if you cannot, if you don't settle this, you will get crushed by this. Upper room will be a memory. Ephesus today is a memory because they fell out of love. But yet Ephesus was the revival center of the early church. If you were to go to Ephesus today, you would see ruins. Mary of Bethany still lives. Come on. And you put Ephesus, you put IHOP, you put up a room, you put a whatever name up there. If you do not keep that one thing first, the other things will crush you. And it looks intentional. It looks consistent. It means showing up. It means not quitting. It means doing it when you feel it and when you don't feel it. And realizing that you'll feel like doing it once a month. I feel like God's delivering this generation from a demon called Phil. And, and we've got to, we, we got to understand the occupation of ministering to God. The occupation. And you can't tell your boss, I don't, I don't feel like coming in today. I see it like a job. And that's what I know for me, my occupation is 6 a.m. prayer. The Lord told Brad Stroop over here in Arlington that he's to get up and have 5 a.m. every morning until he comes back. I'll take the six, Jesus. <laughs> Thanks, Jesus, for the six. I'm praying for Brad. <laughs> but there's going to be people that get eaten up with the night watch, you know, whatever, all kinds of things. So, but I, I just want to say this. Fine, I, I think this is beautiful. I think Kevin gave us the word of the Lord. He's feeling the anointing on mornings. I'm always feeling the anointing on mornings. I believe there's biblical precedent for the mornings. I want Jesus to be my first conversation. I want to look in his face before I look in yours. I want to reflect what I've encountered. I don't have anything to give unless I've received it. You have nothing to give anybody. They don't need you. They don't need your in. We don't. Nobody is that smart. Nobody's that gifted. Nobody's that awesome. A man can only receive that which has been given to him from heaven. And I want to live a life of reflection. All right? Good. I bless you. I'm honored to be with you. And I just want to say, find that window. Find that hour. He said it was 9 to 10 for him. Find it for you. I like 6 a.m. because my brain's still half asleep. I pray better when my brain's half asleep. Because as soon as Corey gets involved, Corey gets in trouble. All right, good. Let me pray for you guys and I'll release you. And we're honored to be with you. We already feel the family and look forward to getting knowing you more and all that kind of stuff. Father, thank you for this beautiful people. And Father, we just, let's just, I just ask you to stand. I want you to see that Jesus said, Martha, you're worried and troubled. The Lord told me years ago, Corey, if you go after one thing, you get everything. But if you go after everything, you get nothing. But I would invite you in your prayer times for you not to do all the talking. Yeah, that's right. You're worried and troubled. And she said that Mary has chosen the good part and won't be taken away from her. 
You can make choices that lives forever.